0: Welcome to the You Are Not For Everyone podcast. This is Jackie Henderson. I am a licensed mental health counselor with a specialization in somatic and holistic practices. Here on this podcast, we normalize talking about mental health issues. We have real talk, real discussion on everything from depression, anxiety, overwhelm, and trauma. Let's get started. Welcome to You Are Not For Everyone. Today's podcast is about keeping your peace. We live in a chaotic world. There's lots of violence, lots of sadness, lots of grieving, lots of hostility, lots of opposing views. So many people have their own opinions and are very strong-willed with their opinions. There's a rigid mentality of my way or no way and we have to learn how to not get caught up in the chaos. We have to learn how to not be swayed and knocked down by these very strong, strong strong-willed energies in our world. How do we do this? I'm going to give you a few tools today on how to keep your peace. One way is to make self-care a priority. Self-care is not just pedicures and massages, which many people think, you know, I'm doing these things for myself, so I'm practicing self-care. Those are wonderful. Not everyone can afford that. Self-care can be as simple as taking your time in the morning and really enjoying your coffee, taking a walk outside and breathing in fresh air before you start your day. Taking a lunch break and sitting by the water or listening to an uplifting podcast or a meditation. Reaching out to friends that you haven't talked to in a long time. Cooking yourself a wonderful, healthy meal. Making bedtime beautiful and sweet and dark and cozy so you have a great night's sleep. There's so many ways to do self-care that are not traditional. very very helpful and wonderful and if you look on the earlier podcast episodes i do have a whole podcast on creating a self-care toolkit that you can listen to another way to protect your peace and maintain your vibe is to stay loyal to your inner wisdom your body's wisdom I'm a big fan of nervous systems and I truly encourage you to start getting in tune with your own nervous system and we call this tracking and I encourage you to start tracking your nervous system and that means when you're around certain people notice how you feel notice how some people make you feel very peaceful at home relaxed joyful and notice that other people activate your nervous system in a way that you feel anxious, nervous, uncomfortable, standoffish. For many years, I thought that I uh, was just a weirdo, uh, I learned I was an introvert, I learned that I, you know, I have limited time in social settings, How, but I also thought, why do I stand away from people? Why don't I enjoy being with certain people? And as I started trusting my nervous system and realizing, like, my body's telling me that this person is uncomfortable to be around, because there was very many people that I really loved and felt at ease with. And once I realized that my body was telling me the truth about the people who are surrounding me, I started trusting it. Trust your body's wisdom. Start to notice when you're around family, around friends, around co-workers, how they make you feel. Start to notice, because I guarantee you'll start to realize, wow, these people, this group over here makes me really happy. They feel like home. And this group over here makes me feel anxious, uncomfortable. Those are not your people. Your people are the ones that make you feel like home. So trust your body's wisdom you want to let go of the things you cannot control you know the buddhist thought is when you're attached to something it causes suffering like squeezing something so take imagine you squeeze a bar of soap what happens when you squeeze it it pops out what happens when you have a nice soft grip on a, a handful of sand it just sits in the palm of your hand but if you try to squeeze it it's easy it spills out the side When we grip things, we cause our bodies to become more tense, we we feel like this energy like we have to hold on for dear life and that energy is exhausting. And some things are so out of our control that when we try to grip them, we're gripping at air so it's a helpless situation. There has to be a way of letting, contro- letting go of control of things we cannot manage, and there's many things out in the world. If you have children and they're out in the world, you can't control them all the time. You have to practice letting go and trusting, whether it be through faith, hope, good energy, sending out positive vibes. Knowing that your child will be safe and relaxing your nervous system and not being hypervigilant. Going out for a job interview. You have to prepare. You prepare for this job interview. You do the best you can to get ready for it. And whether they hire you or not is beyond your control. You have to just do your best and let go of the end result. This happens in all sorts of situations where we have to put ourselves out there and we don't know if we're going to be accepted or not. The focus and the work is on you putting your best self forward, being prepared, taking care of yourself so you're well-rested and well-energized for whatever situation you have, and then trusting the universe to take care of things for you. Some things are beyond your control and once we start to soften our grip and soften our stare, our bodies relax. Stop putting others before you. You are worth being number one in your life. There's so much codependence in our world. We've been taught to take care of everybody else. It's polite to go out of your way for other people and to make them a priority. And it's always, I always say, it's nice to help others. It's a good thing to help others, but not to the detriment of your own life and existence. There's sometimes you can't help others. There's sometimes you need to rest. There's sometimes you just don't have the time in your day, the money in your wallet, or the energy in your body to help someone else. So it's okay to say no when you need to reboot and take care of yourself it's okay to say no it's not a bad thing and people who respect you and love you are going to want you to take care of yourself they're not gonna want you to help them even if it exhausts you they're not gonna ask you for financial help if they know you're struggling financially people who love and care for you are going to respect the boundary you set when you have to say no to something and it's okay to say no. We don't have to bend over backwards for every single person we come encounter with. And this codependence, this idea that you are responsible for someone else's happiness, is not true. We're not. They are responsible for their happiness, you are responsible for yours. I'm a person who loves to make magic moments for people that I care for. I love to buy beautiful gifts. I love to have wonderful dinners. I like to surprise people and do nice things. I love making magic moments. That's different than trying to be responsible to make someone else happy in a way like they're not doing it for themselves, so you want to do it for them. You're going above and beyond to put this person's happiness above your own. It becomes a codependency where you're neglecting yourself and you're putting everyone else before you and we have to come back to ourselves. We cannot pour from an empty glass so it's important that you take care of yourself when you need to and say no when you need to. Distance yourself from gossip from drama, from negative people. Um, I do have another podcast on here about removing toxic people from your life. These people can drain you. I remember hearing, if you want to know who who your child is, look at their five closest friends. You might think your kid is perfect, but he hangs around with a bunch of jerks. And chances are he's blending in look at someone that you know and look at the people they surround themselves with. That tells you what kind of person they are. Look at yourself and look at the people you text the most, the people you call the most, the people you spend the most time around and that is a reflection of who you are. So do you want to reflect negativity or do you want to reflect people who are positive and thriving and joyful? People who spend time talking about wonderful, happy things and goals and successes and positive experiences and wonderful past memories. Or would you rather spend your time with people who only see doom and gloom and have this Jerry Springer mentality that drama is better than ease? Drama is not better than ease. If someone's gossiping with you, they're probably gossiping about you. Never trust the gossip, and it's better to have those people at arm's length or not in your life at all. Protect your energy by only allowing people who are uplifting and positive into your circle. Practice random acts of kindness. I love this one. I love these little shells that you see around or rocks that you see around that are painted that people leave in random places so someone finds them just to make them happy. I love the idea of paying for the person's coffee behind you in line at the coffee shop drive up window. I love these random acts of kindness where you just do something nice for someone because you want to. You want to pay it forward. You want to make someone else happy. And it doesn't always have to be a financial thing. You can clean out your closet and donate clothes to families in need. You can donate your time to organizations that are helping people. There's always ways to help. There's always ways to be kind. You know, slow down. And here's a way to be kind. Slow down. Slow down. I'm going to say it again. Slow down. You know why... Slowing down is an act of kindness because you might not even see the person walking out the door behind you if you're moving too fast. But if you slow down, you hold the door for them. If you're driving too fast, you might not see that this little lady wants to cross the road and she's going slow and needs some help. If you're going too fast, you miss opportunities to be kind. Slow down. Keep your boundaries. Boundaries are so important, and I will be doing a podcast on how to maintain boundaries and set boundaries. Boundaries are a way to protect your energy. Boundaries are a way of keeping out people and energy that doesn't serve you, and keeping in and allowing in all that's good. When we have weak boundaries, it's like not having a door in our house. If we don't have a door in our house, people can come in and out of the house and take whatever they want. They can go to the refrigerator and grab whatever food they want. They can take your TV. They can come in and sit around at any time of day that they feel like it. There's no rules. That's not conducive to healthy living is having people taking your things at their own whim. Setting boundaries puts a lock on your door, and a lock on your door allows you to decide who you let in and who you don't let in. You choose. In your life, boundaries allow you to choose who you let into your life and who you don't. It allows you to choose how much time you're going to spend somewhere and how much time you're going to spend doing something else. You can choose. Somewhere along the way we lost our ability to say no. We lost our ability to believe that we have the right to say no and to choose our own time and to choose who we allow in our lives. That is your right. That is your personal bill of rights. You can say no. You can set boundaries and limit your time with people who do not uplift you. Don't listen to the naysayers and there's a lot of naysayers. It's important to remember that people see things from their own perspective. Not from your perspective, from their own perspective. So if you meet a person who's super optimistic and positive and just a happy person, they're going to believe that you're the same way, that you think the same way as them, that you're optimistic and happy and a good person. They're going to be a a light of shining sunshine. If you meet a person who has been hurt, betrayed, let down and they are very negative and they see the world in a negative way, they're going to think you're negative also. So this is why if someone is a happy person and a negative person sees the happy person being happy, they don't think it's real. They think that happy person is fake they're probably being um, an imposter they're faking it, they can't be that happy because the negative person can only see to the capacity of their perspective and if you have a limited perspective you're going to have a limited view of the world you're not going to see the world as happy if you're not happy you're not going to see the world as colorful if your world is dark So it's important that you keep your energy positive. Don't allow naysayers, negative people into your life. And only allow the good. Faith. Faith is an interesting thing because it aligns with religion. And religion is very, um, a strong word for some people. And to me, faith is just believing that the universe, God, Spirit, Buddha, whatever you want to call it, is there to guide you and take care of you and that you will be taken care of no matter what. Faith is believing that good things will happen. Faith is a choice. Faith is a choice. You can choose to be optimistic. And believe you'll be taken care of or you can choose to believe that there's doom and gloom in the world and nothing's going to work out it's literally a choice you can look at the good or you can look at the bad you can choose to live and reside in the good or you can choose to live and reside in the bad and I wonder which one you're living in right now My belief and hope is that you're listening to this podcast because you want to live in the good. That you want to reside and stay in the good and the positive. You want to protect your vibe. So in order to protect your vibe, you have to keep space between you and negativity. So people often ask me, like, how do you do that? Because I work with someone who is highly negative. I have a family member who's highly negative. There's certain people I cannot get away from. So this is my way of doing, of working with difficult people when you have to interact with them on a daily basis or at family functions and things. Just pretend that person is putting on a show. So here is Susie and Susie is really negative and dramatic and she wants everyone to be pulled into her drama. Just picture Susie up on her stage going through the motions of her drama like she does at every event she attends. She has to be the center of attention and she's miserable and she's mean, cruel person. Picture her up on a stage and Susie's up on the stage Living her drama. You can choose to join Susie on the stage and be a co actor in her drama, or you can choose to stay in the audience and just watch the drama from afar. I say sit in the audience and watch the drama. What this does is it puts a separation between you and Susie. And you see her just living out her world, and you're not pulled in. It doesn't affect your nervous system. You don't feel like you need to be part of the show. And it doesn't this doesn't mean you have an attitude of superiority. It doesn't mean you just say, stay away from me, Susie. It's just in an energy way through your nervous system, you just step back and just know that this is who she is. This is how she lives her life and I'm choosing not to get involved in the drama. It's protecting your energy. It's powerful. If you can practice that skill of staying back, you will find a lot more peace and rest in your nervous system. You won't get pulled into the drama. Stop comparing yourself to others. This is a huge one, especially with social media. And I think it's very interesting that people are still believing, still believing that when people post happy pictures on social media that they must be really happy all the time. And who do you know that's really happy all the time? Everyone has issues. Every single person has things they're dealing with. Some of the most happy looking people I know are going through the hardest times they don't always share that but they are and so if you took time to sit with those happy people quote-unquote happy people you would find out their real story they would share with you the struggles they go with they go through and when they share their stories you realize wow I had no idea heard that a million times. I had no idea that they were going through that. I had no idea he was going through this. Well, how could you? Because you're looking at the outside and you're not taking the time to get to know the inside. We can't compare ourselves to others. Our life is our own. How we choose to live our life is our own. If we want a better life, we choose a better life. If we want abundance, we have to believe in abundance and believe we deserve abundance. We can't just sit back and be mad that someone else has abundance and we don't. That's a scarcity mindset. And if you have a scarcity mindset, you're never going to have more because you don't believe you deserve more. And then if you're in negative energy, you're going to look at people who do have more and be mad. But if you are positive energy and you see people who look like they have more, you might be happy for them or you may want to find out how they did it. My encouragement to you is to talk to people. Have conversations. Everyone has a beautiful story. Some of the most uh, dramatic people, high conflict people, annoying people that really bothered me when I first met them, When I took time to get to know them, I understood what made them tick. I understood why they're so negative. I understood why they're so angry. They could have just lost a child. They could have just had a major betrayal in their lives. They may have been brought up this way, pessimistic. The world is a scary, negative place, and this is their outlook. When you figure out what makes someone tick, you realize, wow, they're just a human being, just like me that has good things happen to them or bad things happen to them and they're just doing the best they can with the tools they've been given and the hope is that they evolve and become the best version of themselves but in the meantime all we can control is ourselves So, stop comparing yourself to the neighbor to the person on social media, the influencer, to the happy couple that's always posting, to the family that looks really happy and all have their stuff together and they look great. We don't know what's going on behind the scenes. And it doesn't matter because all that matters is you, your life. Are you living your best life? Are you taking care of yourself? Are you drinking enough water and getting enough sleep? Are you spending time with people you enjoy? Are you taking time to reboot your spirit, to give yourself a, an overload of love and joy and good uh, uh, moments, good experiences? Have you tried to learn something new? Have you expanded your mind? These are all ways to make your life the best it can be. If you keep staying small, And living in scarcity, you're never going to expand your life. And if you stay small and in scarcity, you're going to feel like you have to really protect your vibe in a way that is clinging, going back to the um, gripping that we said at the beginning. You can let go and be open. Your vibe is beautiful. You want to share it. The vibe should come through you and go out to the world. It shouldn't be something that you hold on to and keep for yourself. Your peace, that's yours to protect. That's yours to take care of because your peace is what gives you that zen feeling coming into your center. And remember when you talk about peace, peace is not being in a place of quiet. Peace is not being in a place of no conflict. Peace is not being in a place where there's no negative people. Peace is not in a world where there's no chaos or social media to compare yourself to. Peace is being in all that. Being in chaos. Being in all these um, overwhelming situations and still staying calm and quiet on the inside. You know why? Because that peace is yours and you're cultivating your own peace. No one can take that from you cultivate your peace and no one can take that from you thank you for joining me today on this episode of you are not for everyone please check out my website safesoulcenter.org and missfitness.com and you can purchase my book you are not for everyone a soulful guide to authentic living on amazon stay well be happy and live your best life Thank you for joining me today on this episode of You Are Not For Everyone. Please check out my website, safesoulcenter.org and missfitness.com. And you can purchase my book, You Are Not For Everyone, A Soulful Guide to Authentic Living on Amazon. Stay well, be happy, and live your best life.